A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer, so I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually... Actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince. But it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie. Also from Quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or, toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I am Kate Spencer. And I am Dori Shafrir. And we are not experts. We're not, but we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And this is a mini episode where we hear from you, we share your comments and your thoughts, and we answer your questions to the best of our ability. But please do remember, we are podcast hosts. We're not experts. We always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a medical and or mental health professional as needed. If you want to reach us, our voicemail number is 781-591-0390. You can also text us there. And our email is forever35podcast at gmail.com. And I did want to put out like a request. Oh, if okay, anyone, okay. If anyone wants to dial us. And tell us how, if you're an American who celebrates Thanksgiving, call us from the bathroom and let us know how Thanksgiving is going. Oh, my God. (laughs) Give us whatever hot Thanksgiving gossip is happening at your family's Thanksgiving or your friend's giving or whatever kind of giving you experience. And perhaps it's none at all. But if you do, you know how there's always just some sort of story from Thanksgiving. 
Yes, I do. Yeah. Tell I us do. how it's going. <laughs> I love that request. You can visit our website, forever35podcast.com for links to everything we mentioned on the show. We are on Instagram at forever35podcast. Um, and you can join the Forever 35 Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Forever 35 podcast. The password over there is serums. And we also have a newsletter at forever35podcast.com slash newsletter. I am going more on this in a bit. I can't, I can't promise this, but I'm going to try to get our gift guide out as a newsletter before the episode actually airs. So Whoa. newsletter subscribers, not like a week before, but like the day before. So newsletter subscribers will get like a jump on everything that we recommend. Now I'm really excited about this gift guide, I have to say. I'm I'm, I'm actually in my hand, I'm using one of the things that I'm putting in the gift guide. So I'm right hoping now. I can get this together. <laughs> okay. Whatever I can do to help. I just want to, you know, I just want to set expectations low. But um if you want to potentially get that gift guide early, do sign up at forever35podcast.com slash newsletter. And just a reminder also that you can shop all the products that we mentioned on the show uh, that we endorse strongly at shopmy.us slash forever35. And just another reminder about our collab with Balance Bound, balancebound.co slash shop slash forever35 using I, I i use my stuff every day i'm, I'm not gonna lie i do too actually i just used my um my planner from them and i use my journal from them all the time mm-hmm. i love my balance bound products they're really good the quality is excellent i mean yeah it's really so good. good that my dog tried to chew my sometimes it's not it's just not that deep post-it notes wow yeah How she loves them dare she <laughs> Um, well, so I alluded to this with the newsletter, but we are, I just want to give a quick programming note about next week before we get into it. Um, we will be running the gift guide episode on Monday. So, you know, giving you time to get all ready. And then Wednesday and Friday, we will be airing reruns to give ourselves a little bit of a break. And as previously discussed, Kate will be incommunicado on a cruise anyway. <laughs> My first so, cruise. First cruise. So, um, yeah. So, Monday, gift guide. Wednesday, Friday, reruns. Okay. I just want to say, if you happen to be on this cruise with me. Oh, my gosh. How fun would that be? And we somehow figure out that we're both on the cruise together. Please say hi. If you're going that on a cruise. Be- the week that of Thanksgiving. Let me that know. Truly, Send a text. That would truly be amazing. <laughs> because I would love a friend on the cruise. Not that my family and my extended family, that they're not my friends, but it would just be a fun, like, what a fun treat. What a fun treat. We can meet at one of the water slides. <sighs> Again, well, I've yeah, never been be on so a cruise, fun. so look out as discussed um, kate has yeah, not no, been on a cruise <laughs> sorry, I, I just feel like it's such a it feels so overwhelming and new and like i don't know what to expect and also the fact that i can't just text you while i'm on the cruise is stressful mm. 
Because mm-hmm. I I feel like I love having somebody to like update or to be like, whoa, can you believe it? Or just be like, help, I don't know how and to do no, this. And there's no like, there's no like computer lab. <laughs> there's, no, there's no, there's no internet cafe on the cruise from what I can yeah. tell. <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. No, no. business center. <laughs> I mean, maybe there is. It seems like they've thought of everything. There's like 10,000 restaurants and like 50 performances, but I don't know about a business center. That's a is good there question. Stand up comedy. I think so. There's definitely like a musical performance. There's an ice skating show. Wow. I've never, I've never experienced anything like this. I'm, I'm very excited, and I'm also excited to get to be with my, um, you know, my in laws. Totally, it'll be fun. Totally. It'll be fun to get to do this with them. Anyway, anyway, Kate, on, we on have an a big entirely update. different note. Yes. Yeah, I'm like a little bit emotional about this, to be honest with you. Same. Okay. So same, same. At some point this summer, we started a giving circle with the States Project. And Dory, I believe this was initially your idea, something that you wanted to do with the podcast. It was. And I got the idea from Virginia Soul Smith, who writes the Burnt Toast newsletter. And she had started a giving circle for her newsletter subscribers. And I was like, that's such a cool idea. We should do that. So we went into this with, I think, zero expectations. Um, the way the Giving Circle works with the States Project is that we are raising funds for candidates on the local level. This does not mean candidates running for governor, does not mean candidates, I believe. Am I correct on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah that you're back. correct. Yeah. Does not mean candidates uh, running for the U.S. Senate. Right. None of House, state, no presidents. Legis- states, legislative races. Like, I don't even think they're raising they're not raising money for governors either like governors secretary of state like none of that it's it's the legislatures yeah very narrow focus which i liked you know like i i feel like sometimes it feels like fundraising is this this sort of like water hose <laughs> that they just kind of spray and you know and there's no like real focus so i really liked the focus of this Anyway, please proceed. Sorry. Well, we we went into this, like I said, with low expectations. I think our initial goal was to raise $10,000. Yes. We donated money, you and I, as a podcast to get it kicked off. We did. And we exceeded the goal of $10,000 very quickly. We did. And so we raised the goal to Mm $20,000. And to be clear, this is funds raised by you, the listeners of this podcast, people who either heard us talk about this or saw us mention it on social Mm -hmm, media, mm -hmm. chipped in and truly chipped in all different amounts of money. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And by the end of our fundraising tenure in October, the listeners of this podcast, that would be you, Raised $51,961. OMG. Which is so much money. And we had, we held a Zoom for anyone who had donated to get to vote. We had Melissa Walker from the States Project on to talk to us about the different areas and different states that this could go to. And Everyone there who attended voted, and we decided all the money raised in the Forever 35 Giving Circle was going to go to folks running in Pennsylvania. Where 
Dory went to college. Indeed. And as you probably know, if you've read the news, what has happened is that Democrats obviously had an incredible showing um, that was not expected. And that happened on in some of the national elections, but it also really happened at the state level. Um, the Democrats didn't, I'm going to quote, this is a quote from the American Prospect. Democrats didn't lose control of a single legislative chamber. They flipped the Michigan State Senate. They're still in the running to flip chambers in Minnesota, Arizona, and Pennsylvania. They fended off Republican supermajorities in North Carolina and won trifectas, that would be governor, House, and Senate, in Maryland and Massachusetts by snapping up open governor seats. Um, And so much of this happened because of the work of the state's projects and money raised through giving circles like ours. So Mm -hmm. right now, as we record this, um, the Pennsylvania House is on the verge of flipping. It's currently too close to call, which they won 11 seats. There are three races that are uncalled. And this is, this was, I think, um, went beyond expectations. That's what I've got. Yes. They, they were expecting to make inroads this year and were hoping to flip the house in 2024. And now it's looking like this might happen this year. Um, we just sat in on a Zoom that talked about some of this uh, organized through the state's project and learned that because of this funding, they were candidates were able to and their teams were able to knock on over a million doors in Pennsylvania. A million. A million. What? It's wild. So this is all because of you all. Mm-hmm. Um and the contributions that you made as individuals to a larger group, which then became part of a larger group. And yeah. I, I'm honestly, I, I don't know if I've ever really sat and kind of seen or looked at the actual impact of like financial dollars to, to elections mm. in this way. And it's just been incredibly moving. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it's it's really meaningful in terms of um, protecting the rights that we care about. Totally. So I just want to say thank you, like from the bottom of this podcast heart. Mm-hmm. This is just so amazing. We're both so grateful for everyone who contributed. and. Um, we hope to do it again. Yeah. I mean, I think that, I think that this has shown that there's a lot of power at the local level. Like there's a lot of, there's a lot of power in investing at at the local level. Amen, Dory. A freaking men. Um, to to this, we received a voicemail today. We don't need to play it, but we received a voicemail that noted that the giving, you know, noted what had gone on with the giving circle and asked, if it was going to happen for Georgia. And I believe what this listener is referring to is the runoff between um, Raphael Warnock and Herschel Walker in Georgia. So just to be clear, the state's project is focused on local elections. So that right there should answer the question. Um, I don't know if you're referring to local elections in Georgia. I can't speak to that because we don't 
technically work for the state's project, but you could direct that question to them. Um, but if you are concerned about the runoff, which obviously, you know, we are, uh, I would, I would urge you to donate directly to the Warnock campaign. Yeah. I think that's great advice. All right. Well, Kate, I'm like, I'm like high from that news. I also feel high. (laughs) I know. It's so great. Okay. We are going to take a short break and we will be back in a flash. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Super Power Short. The Super Power Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that thing every day. I do too. Uh, It's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get okay, into it. Hey, do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no, I was just going to say like I I I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires and just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, "Oh god, like get this off of me." <laughs> No, thank once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it could like, be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. 
So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 Lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, Even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. All right. The flash has flashed. (laughs) Well done. Flashed. I don't know. 
Um, we got an email about running. Hi, Kate and Dory. I've been loving your recent discussions about running. I challenged myself to run my first marathon before I turned 30. And now I've got five 26.2 milers under my belt. Wow. I haven't run a single race of any distance since 2018, but as I approach my 37th birthday, I'm toying with the idea of getting back into it and potentially entering the lottery for the Chicago Marathon. Curious if there are more listeners in this boat and if a Forever 35 Facebook group for runners would be of interest to anyone. As a side note, I'm a former New York Roadrunners employee and I want to wish Dory all the best in getting a spot in the NYC half. Well, thank you. Fingers crossed. Um, I didn't run all week because I was kind of, I was a little sick. Mm. Um, so, you know, hoping to get back into it this week. Is there a Forever 35 Runners Facebook group? There's just the Forever 35, I think it's Health and Fitness. I would be interested in like a run walk group. I mean, I think that that encompasses mm. run includes walk without like saying you need to saying walk. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. I love this idea. I would definitely be, I mean, personally, I would be interested in this Facebook group. If, if you want to start it listener, by all means. There are definitely okay. other Forever 35 runners out there because we've heard from a bunch of them. Yeah. Yeah. We really including, including this next person. Here's an email. Gals, thanks for the inspiring running talk on today's episode. I too love me some running. After having babies though, I definitely pee a little bit when I run, especially downhill. I've done pelvic floor therapy and I don't pee when I do any other activities. So I think running is just uniquely tough on the old pelvic floor. Can you speak to this at all? What are your pelvic floors like after having carried babies? Do we just accept that pee will sometimes happen and lace up our sneaks anyway? Thanks for being a place I can ask questions like these. So funnily enough, I am working on a story about pelvic floor therapy for romper.com that I think will be out in the next few weeks. And so I've learned a lot about pelvic floor therapy <laughs> in the last, in the last uh, few weeks. You say that you've done pelvic floor therapy. I would, I would go back and do more mm. and say, you know what? I like, I've, I've managed to solve my peeing when doing everything else. But when I run, I still pee. What do I need to do to fix this? Um, I don't think that we should just accept that pee will sometimes happen. This is one thing that I have taken away from all of these conversations. Mm, interesting. Is like, okay. People who have given birth, you don't just need to accept the status quo of whatever that is, like whether it's like pain or incontinence or pooping, you know, like whatever it is, you can try to make yourself feel better. I, I love that. That's really good advice. Um, I but think definitely I see a pelvic floor therapist because, and I will talk about this in the article as well, 
there are a lot of devices right now out there on the market that can they can be beneficial, but they can also cause more harm than good if you are not using them under the auspices of a pelvic floor therapist. And these are things that that the average person could just buy on their own. Totally, yeah. They okay. Can just, okay. You know that say like these are for your pelvic floor, and there's also there's like pelvic floor influencers <laughs> oh. who like have Kegel programs and like but your pelvic floor might not need Kegels. So this is all to say, I don't think this is something that people should try to self-manage. That's really good advice. I mean, I can say for myself, I have never done pelvic floor therapy, but I probably should. Mm. Like, I this is something I've just kind of been like, oh, I guess I pee sometimes. And what I'm hearing mm-hmm. you say is like, I don't have to, I don't have to live that life. I, I mean, am, it might be, it might be that way, but there that could is be what you're hearing try. me say. Okay. That is exactly what you're hearing me say, Kate. Yeah. I mean, just to answer this listener's question, you know, okay, so I had my first kid 12 years ago, which is bonkers. Um, and she ended up being an emergency C-section, but I labored and was pushing. So there was some pelvic floor stuff there. I mean, also just the pelvic floor gets kind of bonked around just having a thing inside of you. And then the second kid came out vaginally. So it's been, it's been a journey. It's been a pelvic floor journey. And again, one that I've kind of not like paid attention to. So thank you, Dory. Thank you, listener. Okay. We hope to talk more about this on upcoming episodes too, I think, in in part due to Dory's research. She's really leading the charge here on this pod and talking about our pelvic charge. floors. <laughs> Leading the discharge? Uh, ew, no, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> boo. <laughs> uh, Kate, we got a text addressed to you that says, I commend you for not deciding to run the Boston Marathon. It's hard to say no, but so great that you were able to prioritize and see it through clear eyes. Love this reminder of how saying no can truly be self-care. Aw. Did you feel seen yes. when you got this text? I did. And I we got another text uh, or email. I, I, I went to go find it and I couldn't find it. But someone who is a runner was like, it sounds like you haven't really thought through the tr- how intense. The- like it's mostly training, right? Like there's mm-hmm. the race day. But but really what a marathon is, is the training. And that is really what kind of scared me away. And I will say like all this week, I've been like, Jesus, I'm really glad I, I'm not like training for a marathon right now. Like what mm. the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> so, and I I actually heard, we heard from another listener who was like, hey, your body, like you've been dealing with COVID for a long time, long COVID, whatever you want to call yeah. it. Yeah. Like, your body does not need to be running. And I wrote back and I said, totally. You're right. Totally. So thank you, listener. I I appreciate this. And also just in general, like it is sometimes saying no is true, is self-care. It just is. Oh, a thousand percent. Yes. You know, it just is. <sighs> but right. it's hard to say no to something that you thought you really wanted. Well, and like I still want, like I still theoretically right. want to do it. It's confusing, yes. right? Like, yes. but you just kind of, you know, no doesn't doesn't necessarily mean no forever. No's can be a future yes, you know? Mm-hmm. No right now. No, no right, right now. now. 
No right now. <sighs> All right. On that no right now note, let's take a, another ad break and we'll be right back. All right. BRB. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm. Okay. Which is okay. I visible know. on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, One Skin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel. I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting-edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Okay, we're back with an email. I'm perpetually behind schedule in the morning and never manage to put lotion on after I get out of the shower, but I also have Sahara dry skin. I use the Nivea shower moisturizer. I slather it all over my legs and leave it on a minute or two while I wash my hair, then rinse head to toe. I have no idea if this extra time makes a difference. I come out of the shower with that lotion has already sunk in moisturized feeling, but not greasy. It makes a big difference, especially in dry northeastern winters. I bet any of the drugstore brands are comparable, but I have unpredictably sensitive skin and no Nivea works for me, so I've stuck with that. I want this stuff. 
because I also kind of hate putting lotion on after a shower. Mm. I hate the like sticky, cold body feeling. Yeah, totally. I'm with you. Right? And I would try Nivea because it reminds me of my grandma. It smells good. That like Aww. grandma. She used to have the tins of Nivea everywhere. Remember the tins? I sure do. You can still get them. I know. Anyway, so thank you, listener. Uh, we had another a voicemail kind of along this topic line. All right. Here we go. Hi, uh, this is Morgan in Portland. I just had my first pause the pod moment. What what an experience. What a rush. Um, I am just calling. I'm in the middle of, I don't know if the episode is called Boom Boom Room, but it should be. Um, I, the listener who inquired about um, in-shower lotions as a new mom, as a fellow new mom, though at, you know, my kid's about to turn one, so I guess not so new mom uh, anymore. I got into the habit when she was very new, um, and I did get a chance to shower, of using in-shower lotions. I am a lifelong full-body slatterer, um, and I couldn't quite get <laughs> the energy up to do that after a shower, much like this listener. And um, I turned to my old facials from, I think, high school of um, Jurgens and Nivea in-shower lotions. Both are great. Um, I do find that I get some buildup on the skin, uh, which is not ideal, um, and it makes me want to not use them long-term, but they are great in a pinch. Um, I hope it's helpful. And um, to that listener, you're doing great. Um, ask for help. You deserve time just for you. It will make you better um, and more rested. <laughs> um, take care. Thanks for the pod. Um, let's vote. Bye. Okay. People are really selling me on this lotion. <laughs> it's working. Do you all work for the shower lotion industry? Maybe they work for big <laughs> for, shower lotion. For big lotion. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, before we wrap, we received a text message about gift giving and the holidays. And since we are once again in that season, we wanted to share this one. Try to give this listener some advice. <clears throat> Hi, Cat and Door. I would love some advice from you or other listeners on navigating changes in gift culture in families. Not that anyone needs to justify any decisions not to spend their own money, but my spouse and I have a new baby, are trying to save to buy a home, and are looking for ways to minimize expenses at the holidays and focus on spending quality time with loved ones over giving physical gifts. We both come from families that love a sense of abundance when it comes to exchanging gifts at the holidays, and there's a lot of emphasis on everyone having lots of things to unwrap. And, excuse me. And yes, while this might sound a bit materialistic, I also think it is well-intentioned. Our parents like to feel like they're providing for us, and I think gifts are my mother-in-law's love language. I've felt for a few years that this culture is not my thing, but given new financial pressures, this really feels like the year to change things. I know that I could just scale down the amount, quantity of gifts for the adults in my and my spouse's families, but I really hate to think of others spending a lot of money and effort on picking out gifts for me as they have in the past and only giving them a stocking stuffer or nothing at all in return. Would you let everyone know in advance that you're pairing back on gifts this year? Suggest a price limit? Something else that I'm not thinking of? Help. I wonder 
if it would be worth suggesting um, like everyone picks one person. Mm. So there's not the need to buy multiple gifts for multiple people. You could, or the folks who want to really like give a lot could, they could focus that on that one person. Now I know then you lead to like the discrepancy of like, what if the, I get somebody not enough gifts and all that stuff, but that might be a way to kind of change the, the intensity a little bit and also maybe make it more special or introduces a new tradition. I don't know. Um, I do think it's, I do think it's worth bringing up in some way. Um, because also like there's, there are lots of ways to give gifts. Like they don't necessarily need to be things that you spend money on or spend a Mm. lot of money on Mm -hmm. that then requires like mental load work, Mm -hmm. especially if like creating things is not your thing, which like for me, Mm -hmm. this would, if someone was like, let's all hand make gifts this year, I would be curled up in the ball and on the floor in a panic. Um, but I I do think like Kate, I was going to propose that for us exchanging like gifts. We make we make gifts for each yeah. other. I would yeah. be <laughs> I, not only because I don't feel like I'm particularly like um, this is not really my thing, but also like the intensity of me wanting to do a good job and please you or whoever I'm giving the gift to would be so high. It would be a lot for me. I get that, but it also could be fun. Um, um but I, I do think it's worth a conversation. I really, I really do because this is going to continue on. And like, if you're, if you're looking to start a family, like this is going to then the, the intense gift giving is going to happen to the young, the children who come up in the family. And that can be a lot. Um, yes. I don't know. Dory, do you have thoughts on this? I think, I think you're going to get pushback. Mm. And I think it's good to like come prepared with some scripts and also to like think of it as a boundary that you're holding. Mm. Because in my experience, for people for whom gifts are their love language and they enjoy buying gifts, being told you can only buy one gift this year is going to be like a personal affront to them. So I'm not saying you shouldn't do it. I'm just saying I would go into it prepared (laughs) for some emotional terrorism. (laughs) (laughs) You're saying have a strategy. Have a strategy. Yeah. 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 And like, you know, I only know you based on this paragraph that you've written into us. So I don't know the real, you know, family dynamics and this and that. It also, I, I I couldn't tell from this. You said, oh, right. Okay. We both come from family. So it's not just, it's not just one side. I would suggest that each of you deals with your own side of the family. So like, I think you deal with your parents and your partner deals with their parents. So that's number one. Number two, I think it's really important to be very transparent and honest about why you are doing this. What you just said, 
we have a new baby. We're trying to save to buy a home. We don't, we just don't have money right now. I would not frame it as like a big existential thing. And I know that that, that kind of implies that it's temporary, but I think at least now you're like getting the train moving. You know what Mm. I mean? Mm -hmm. Because I feel, I don't know. And I could be totally wrong about this, but my sense from this is that if you start saying things like, we uh, we want to spe- focus on spending quality time with loved ones over physical gifts. It's it's well intentioned, but it's materialistic. Like people are going to feel judged. Yeah, yeah, and that is not going to end with your desired result. <laughs> this is um, all true, Dory. I'm really here for this advice. So. I guess my advice, again, without knowing too much about your family dynamic, would be to kind of put it on yourself and just say, you know, say we're really trying to cut back. You know, if if you want to get us gifts, that would be great. But we're just not in a position this year to be able to afford, you know, gifts for everyone. So maybe we could just buy them for the kids or or whatever. The other thing is, if you're worried about physical gifts, and it sounds like your love language is quality time, as is mine, I would ask for experience gifts. Um, ask for, you know, memberships to a aquarium or a children's museum or an art class or a music class or, you know, just whatever. Um, that way you're not adding to the clutter of the home. <laughs> and perhaps these are things that you would have bought anyway for your family. Or maybe they were things that were like out of reach for your family. And and here's like a nice way that you can get them for your family. I think that's perfect. This is really th- these navigating this is tough. It is tough. And like I I I get a whiff of judgment in this email. Oh, okay. Go on. That I don't disagree with necessarily, but I think it's there. And I, and that is why I said I would not frame it that way as I went into this conversation with Mm, my mm -hmm. family. Listener, I'm going to need to know what you do. Kate needs to know. Please text us. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I I'm really curious. So let us know how you handle it because these are such tricky. Because you've got financial challenges, you've got family dynamics. It's just rough. It's just rough. You've yeah. got a, your partner's family that you don't know might not know as well as your own family. Like it's just navigating a lot. So. Any advice people have, let us know as we get deeper into these holidays. Uh, You know what? Let's talk about it. Let's get into it. Yeah, let's do it. All right. I mean, I love questions like this. And also, I love to be proven wrong. So, like, tell me I'm totally off base. Please. Then we can text us. Text (laughs) us and tell Dory she's off base. (laughs) Well, I'm over here in the corner making a a handmade candle for Dory's uh, holiday present. You all please text us and call us and Oh, and I just I just watched a TikTok wrong. about how candles are toxic. So, no more candles for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
All right. Bye, everyone. (laughs) Wow. On that note, bye, everybody. (laughs) 